Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 99% Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Phelous HD, and I'm here. I'm the other host, Instinct, and we're going to be getting real deep today. So, first off, we're going to talk about what the podcast is necessarily going to be about and, you know, necessarily if it's going to be worth your time or not to listen to our podcast. Um, So let's start getting into that necessarily when it comes down to our podcast it's it's gonna be uh centered around news regarding gaming uh streaming and a lot of other like just outside things as well um anything else you have yeah the 99 percent comes from the majority of streamers that are small and want to get into creating content or anything like that and that aren't in the top one percent like everybody else's so it's just kind of for the smaller community exactly and that's where we like came up with the name um we wanted to feel like we can connect with everybody else which we can connect with everybody else we're honestly in the same boat all of you guys are in and we're able to help out with maybe something that we have already gone through and can help you get over certain milestones that you want to hit. Um, I've been streaming for, you know, years and years and years. And then I, I know instinct he's, he's been streaming for a little while as well. So to a lot of you newer people, uh, we'll, we'll definitely be able to give you guys a lot of really, really helpful tips along the way and really show you guys just, just how to get like a start on instead of trying to abide by the 1%. Yeah, because with you, you've been going for a while now and have 10K on Twitch. So it's kind of a vast difference between my small size and starting off just a few months ago going on and off in between and hitting affiliate with you just recently hitting partner, which is a huge thing. That that by itself is pretty insane. The whole nice wig raid, having like 30,000 people in my stream it was honestly something I never saw coming, and it's it's just really cool. It's really cool when something like that happens. Obviously, it doesn't happen to everybody. I never thought it was going to happen to me, um, and you always got to make sure to spread the love. Uh, a lot of people wanted me to raid somebody big to really start making connections, uh, but you know what I do is I always raid smaller content creators. Um, even though I'm not a big content creator, I, I do always you know spread the love two smaller kinds of creators so i may have 10k followers and may be partnered but i don't have insane numbers as you know a lot of other people so i'm still able to like really understand what a lot of other people are going through as well uh, uh, one one quick thing i want to get into is like including myself everybody has this mis misinformed information that when you become a partner on twitch things get easier or you're just going to get followers or you know you're going to make more money none of those things are true like once you become a partner your split is still the same it's still 50 50 sub wise um obviously bits you you get all that uh donos you get all that but um subs is still gonna be 50 50 and uh recently they actually posted an article regarding how even top like the top one percent even they are gonna have to start doing the 50 percent um due to twitch losing money uh which was honestly insane uh but understandable uh they did show a couple like analytics 
showcasing that like per one person streaming for a couple hundred hours cost them nearly like a hundred uh ne nearly a thousand dollars sorry and like you know that's crazy because like me i've been streaming for like six seven years and you know obviously in that time you know i didn't make twitch really any money until like the past year and a half they they were out of <laughs> they're out of a lot of money uh, if you multiply that by the hundreds of thousands of people streaming now, because people just think it's easy. People aren't really streaming for the right reasons. I know a lot of people get into streaming to just kind of play games and call it that, but I don't think they realize the hours it takes to set up a stream and actually decide what your plan is and how you want to take that stream forward, along with all the yeah, editing like for YouTube and TikTok and shorts, just the amount of time that goes into it is a lot more exactly. than people expect. Exactly. They don't go the extra mile. They literally expect to, they, 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 they go, they watch Nick Merckx. They, they watch, you know, all the other big name people and they think, Hey, I'm going to pick up streaming and just, you know, make all this money or just become really big, really famous, quit my job, you know, put all this money into my setup, all this other shit. And I'm just going to get big. It's, it's not how it works, you know? It's it's just not how it works. Um, you can put as much money as you want into a setup and into animations, alerts, all this stuff. It's not going to make a difference. You got to be the reason that when people come to your stream, they want to stay there and they want to support. But you also got to, like, put in the work inside and outside of stream if this is something you truly have a passion about. Now, that doesn't mean you got to put, you know, five, ten hours into it. But, you know, just just hours in when you can. And, you know, it, it does make a really, really big difference. And when people come into your stream, they can see if you're in it because it's something you're passionate about. And they can also see if you're just doing it because you're hoping people are going to follow you or you're hoping people are going to give you something. I don't know. It's, it's disgusting. I've seen it a lot out there. Yeah, I was watching one of Ludwig's videos about streaming. And he talks about how if you do a $30,000 pack opening, for Pokemon cards and you decide to cut them at the end or burn the whole box or whatever. And if you do that on Twitch alone, it would know of viewers to start off with. No one's going to scroll down and find you. But if you take that and turn it into a video and take the time to edit, make it sound good, make it look good and post it on YouTube, that has a chance to blow up more than anything on Twitch possibly could. I've never thought about something like that. I mean, like no matter what, that is an amazing analogy because it really showcases to you that like, you know, just because you may be streaming something, you could also use it in like other aspects. So like, let's when you like, let's say you actually do stream that you're opening up a base set box of pokey, and you paid probably 30 to 50 grand on that or, or even 100. A lot of them are going for like insane prices right now. But the thing with that is even after you stream it, like let's say nobody came in or maybe one or two people, you can still download that VOD and edit it or just download it and just upload it right to YouTube or right to whatever you want. And you can really showcase that to you know a wider audience than just to the people you were streaming. Even a bit of like simple editing on the phone, recording on your phone, downloading it, or even a simple like Twitch video or Twitch VOD and putting it on your phone and just kind of splicing it up a little bit, not doing highlights because no one looks for highlights. It's It has to be something enticing to get people to watch and actually care and come back for more content. Yeah, and like, 
listen, if you guys are a Twitch streamer out there, which I'm sure most of you guys are going to be Twitch or YouTube content creators or even TikTok content creators as well, uh, you guys are essentially entrepreneurs. So you guys have to take things about in your own way um, that you see fit and you do got to take risks from time to time. But one thing I'm also going to talk about is literally when you clip anything from your stream, you you use this website called Streamladder. Uh, I've been using it now for like the past, I don't even know how long, maybe maybe a year. And it's been amazing. I just recently purchased like the silver edition for it. It, it literally auto captions your, your, your videos for you. It auto you know, puts your webcam on there and stuff. And it, it fits perfectly for Instagram reels. It fits perfectly for YouTube shorts. It fits perfectly for if you do Fruit Lab, which is another great website we'll talk about on another podcast. And it fits perfectly for TikTok and literally anything else that you can think about posting on. It's just an amazing website. Uh, once again, Streamladder, definitely check that out. We are not sponsored by them, but I highly recommend them. To get more into it, what made you start streaming? Um, so I've, I've I've sort of talked about this in the past in like my stream. So like most of the most of my people know about it, but the biggest thing that really got me into streaming is like I used to be this like really fat chubby kid who was really nerdy, liked anime, and uh, I got bullied a lot for that. I got, well, I got bullied a lot for being chunky and I got bullied a lot for liking anime. Back then it wasn't cool. And now all of a sudden it's cool. Uh, don't even get me started on that. But I didn't have like a ton, a ton of friends. I had some friends, but you know, like they were all, you know, it, it, they all had like their own like little circles and shit stuff. I, I, I just, I don't know. I wasn't really into it. So I would go home. I'd work on homework and gaming was always something I had a huge passion with. I always loved it. And then I found streaming. And as like a lot of kids, you know, they they see streaming, they see streamers, and they look up to them. Um, some of my early people that I really looked up to were like PewDiePie, Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. Really, really looked up to them. I used to try to make similar videos um, when I was younger. And that's sort of where I started to fall into content creation. And then I uh, fell into streaming. And uh, for me, it became like an escape from reality. Um, and every time I'm streaming, I'm I'm not really thinking about anything else, man. And it's it's crazy the 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 ride it's taken me on because I don't think me or my mom could have ever pictured me making even a dollar from playing video games. So it's great to see how far you've come. And I think what you said about the escape from reality is a thing for a lot of people. I know for me, I was always in my room watching YouTube. I didn't really get into Twitch until 2017. And even then, I was just always watching smaller streamers trying to find someone to play with. I know when I started, it was, I think, 2013 or 2014. And I recorded two videos. And after the backlash, I just kind of stopped. It was, it wasn't the best time. I was always watching Call of Duty. And my name was Box Shots. And I remember <laughs> I took gameplay from this channel that offered free gameplay for like BO2 and Advanced Warfare and stuff, downloaded one of the videos, and there was no commentary over it. So I explained what the class was, had some terrible like punk rock music in the background, let that play for five minutes without me saying a word, said to subscribe, ended it, posted it. And I can't even get into that account anymore. Everything is locked. I can't see those videos anymore. Thank God. But 
since then, it's really just for a way to people connect without having to be face to face. I know a lot of people are socially awkward. And with the pandemic, it just kind of grew social status online, where people were just able to connect with one another and find people to play with or talk to or watch and just get out of worldly problems like work or school or anything else that's going on in someone's life. I totally agree. Like, not only that, it's just like, for me, I, it was where I was able to be like, truly who I was and like, come out of my shell and my bubble that I was in. And I was able to be like the real me. And when I was like streaming, I, I, I swear, like, I never went to parties as a kid. I never did any of that crazy stuff. I would stay home, do my thing. I made some of the best memories of my life that I would never take back playing video games with people that were across the world, across the country at like two, three in the morning on Black Ops 2 or Rainbow Six Siege. And, and literally, I would never take any of those um, those nights away. Like the, the, You just make such amazing friendships through this that I even have till this day from like five years ago, which is insane. You make amazing friendships. And then out of streaming, you make an amazing community as well. As long as you put in that effort and that work, it's just it's just amazing what you're able to do. Oh, yeah. Back in, I think it was early 2018, Fortnite was huge. So I just got a PS4, had no friends on PS4, and hopped into a small, maybe five-year stream and still talked to everyone in that group. Last year in April, went down to North Carolina for the first time and met one of the people in that group, and it was one of the best memories I could ever have. I just, you know, staying up late and playing zombies or staying up late and doing whatever online with friends has just been something you can't take back. Exactly. And like to, to, to go back on your story right there, like I recently did something like that too. Uh, back in 2021 in September, um, I met four buddies that I met through MFAM, which is Nick Merckx's community. Um, I used to do really big MFAM gauntlets with them with in war, in Warzone and Apex, all this stuff. Um, and and I grew really really close to this group, especially during like COVID. Everybody was home, so literally I would play video games with them for about six to eight hours a day. And we were literally like you couldn't rip us apart. We were on, we were in it together, um, and and we still have a group chat, and you know we keep it lively and stuff. And we got to meet each other in 2021 in September. Uh, we, we all went to Nick Merckx's MFAM, MFAM barbecue. It was really, really awesome. It was in Tampa Bay. Hot, super, super hot. Don't ever want to do that again. Almost died without water. But it was amazing. Great experience. Got to see Nick. Didn't get a picture or anything. Uh, but, but I did get to like visually see him. The line was insane. Didn't go to that. <laughs> but the experience overall of just like meeting them and then just instantly connecting like that and just like there's nothing awkward it's just you instantly connect them you already have that trust and you just have the best time of your life with with, with like with that group yeah there's nothing better than i remember it was bo4 it was my senior year and the dlcs were just out like crazy so there was nothing better than like taking a day off from school staying home waiting until that update to go through playing those games being like hey you getting on when are you getting on and for new releases waiting for people like hey we got to play our first game together i know with one of my buddies the one that i met in north carolina whenever a call to do comes out we always wait until the other person can get on play our first match together and then just go from there it's there's really no better feeling than 
hopping on with a group of people that you just absolutely have the best time with laughs and just trying as hard as you can to win even just stupid stuff losing all the time there's really nothing like it i mean it's just amazing like what gaming has been able to do because literally if you think about it every time you play a game you're playing against other people that have friends that they've met online or have met through different like gaming communities and stuff and like that's just so awesome because without this none of this ever would have happened friendships never would have happened connections marriages relationships uh, and uh, jobs and just all this other stuff it's it's insane what has happened through through just gaming being around and the evolution of gaming so that's just been awesome to see that growing one thing that has been disappointing though has been call of duty lately because it's don't even just hasn't been started. the same it hasn't been the same i i would say black ops 3 is probably the last good black ops 4 was like iffy okay okay and then after no, that four... it just got like gray <laughs> okay we have to talk about black ops 4 really quick okay within the first five days of black ops 4 i had a total of three and a half days clocked in and that was probably besides modern warfare 2019 which still doesn't compete with Black Ops 4, that is probably one of my favorite CODs to play. It was just the maps they brought out. That was the last one where they actually had like the the DLCs and the trailers for them with the multiplayer maps and the zombie maps all together. It was just something to get hype for. And then after that, they just kind of fell off with the no prestige system. I don't know why they stopped doing any of that. I don't I don't get it. Like this one has been, it's been okay. Play, I mean, I was playing they, the other night they... and it was just boring like the cdl mosh pit yes. i don't i don't want to get too much into it but it's the weapon restrictions aren't even in there i'm trying to run around and actually play as if it were a ranked game and i have people shoot exactly. me in the back with a rocket launcher and, and they're and they telling us their... that they're not gonna bring ranked for like <laughs> another year or two and it's like what i know it's i'm it's excited so, to see what they do next year with it's it dumb. though because they're supposed to be bringing out old yeah. maps from the actual modern warfare 2 yeah, I'm very excited to see that as well. I mean, me and I'm, I'm sure the rest of the Call of Duty community would love to see, I don't know, I would just say Call of Duty become more vibrant. Uh, the color scheme for Call of Duty has sort of grayscaled. Oh, A lot wow. of the maps just feel gray and darker instead of like more vibrant and colorful. Uh, same thing with like the weapons, the characters, like everything just feels a lot more dull. And I, I feel like, you know, what happened from going from crazy, awesome camos, where it's like you had multiple insane camos that you could just get. And now it's like, if you want to get like a somewhat decent camo, you got to you gotta whip out your bank account just to get it. Yeah. <laughs> BO4 was honestly probably, in my opinion, the last good Call of Duty. I, I would say great because you had the battle pass and the camos were uh reactive to whatever like i know for yep. i think it was the diamond or whatever they did the diamonds would like grow off the side no that wasn't diamond it was like platinum version or whatever it was but they would grow off the side the more shots you get and it was just something that was different than what we're seeing now because ever since then yeah, and the game's I just gotten don't more understand. stale the maps have just been they've been decent like i don't hop on a game and i'm like oh i can't wait to play this map it's like mm. I yeah, exactly. Like, I just don't understand how they can just downscale that much. They go from insane camos, great maps, great features, great characters, 
great literally everything which was good and then change everything but i like, think it's I, really, I don't know i don't know if it's gaming in general or if it's just it, it really is gaming games. in general i don't it, like everything that as a whole dull. but agreed like one of the only games that i feel has been a whole lot of fun has been fortnite it's constantly updating I, yeah i was playing that today like i i saw safe, but i actually had a good time like i actually it, had a good time um you know it has a pretty positive community um i've been playing apex a bit too but even that's been getting dull lately and that was my main game i i mean i say we just skip down to this part down here i and you and a lot of the community has been saying everything's been getting stale recently like it's not just me it's not just you it's literally everybody in the gaming scene is seeing that like right now at least in this i don't know section of time we're in there's not really a single game that's really just like that's the game you know we're never going to have another like time where it's going to be like oh you know where fortnite was the game we're never going to have another time where they're like, there's going to be the game but i will say like all the big name games like Fortnite, Apex, Call of Duty, you know, Overwatch 2, etc. just aren't as appealing. And I don't know if it's because we have too many options or if it's because the game and the game industries just aren't pushing themselves as hard because other games just aren't pushing as hard either. And they're just all stagnant at the moment. I don't know. It's just, I feel like there needs to be a change within the gaming industry. What, what, what's your take sometime on? within the next within the next five years i think there's a possibility of having a game semi like fortnite i don't think anything could possibly blow up as much as fortnite did at least not not within the next 10 15 years because that was the first time a game worldwide was just all over the place on the news people were just constantly playing it in school on their yeah. phones it was just the talk it's, no it's, matter it's it didn't i was addicted. It was oh yeah it was it was bad i was watching it in school as soon as i got home i was playing it i was talking about it i streaming it like dude the game was just amazing and do not I, get me started know, on the skins I, 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 yeah yeah the skins <laughs> like the i remember the first time they brought skins into that game it was a skull trooper and some other stuff because it was like October, yeah. And Skull I was Trooper, like, nobody uh, is gonna buy that. And, and yeah, and like the the scythe, and I was like, nobody's gonna buy that. Like, because this was back when this was like very very new, and a lot of other games back then didn't have like a ton of like add on stuff that you could buy. So like this was sort of new too. But like I was like, nobody's gonna buy a twenty dollars skin. For, for this free game that, you know, nobody knew was going to get big. And, you know, fast forward like a year and a half later, and there's people selling their accounts that have the Skull Trooper for like five grand. It's it's uncanny. I don't know. It, it, it's just like, it's insane how like much it blew up and how much it took the world by storm. It, it definitely showed the world, you know, what what gaming is, what it, it helped with esports, it helped with gaming, it helped with, twitch it helped with youtube it literally helped with the whole esports and gaming field um because it, it helped bring people's acknowledgement to it and uh i think due to that like we've also been seeing a lot more colleges 
um, stepping on with esports and even schools, which is which is awesome. Oh yeah, they have the new esports management programs in schools for college and the esports teams that are going on in not even just college but high school as well. Fortnite was definitely something that changed gaming forever. Like if you look at Call of Duty before Fortnite there wasn't as much customization as you get now. Like there was no, obviously there was the shop where you could buy camos like the bacon camo or weapon one, one five and BO two, but there wasn't as much as like buying skins. I mean, I guess call of duty ghosts and advanced warfare, infinite warfare. They had, they all had the loot boxes and stuff, but there was nothing like packs in a store where you could just con it was constantly updating, constantly making people spend money on it. I know for yeah. Fortnite alone, I probably have, dear God, probably, I know at least a grand set yep. into that. No, I, so. I, I'd say about a grand, <laughs> it's, uh, 1.5. Like, I'm not proud of it. Definitely wasn't but, my money. You know, I mean, some of it was, but. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> my, my grandma came in clutch. Let me tell you. I will say my um, locker looks pretty good. Yeah, no, I had like a, my PlayStation account and then I had uh get a different account and had a bunch of skins on there and then it's just oh, i don't know i spent way too much money on that game and just spent another 20 dollars on that game today because i saw I some anime say, skins so I, I, I keep checking on the skins to see if there's if there's anything i want to get i know i just got booga's skin like two three weeks ago and it's yeah i don't think there's another game where i could i could possibly spend as much money on as i have fortnite just Same. for just for purely cosmetics, like the fact that it's only cosmetics and it gives you no lead in the game, which is great because if that's it was what like I like, that, it would just I, be I feel terrible. like that's how cosmetics should be all the time. Oh, agreed. I mean, not not just cosmetics. I, f- I feel like that's just like how any add on should be. Like you shouldn't be able to pay like let's say fifty dollars and and have like a huge or even a slight you know advantage over somebody like in my opinion that's just i don't know i think it's i think it's stupid agreed like even if it changes like an iron sight or changes something like i just don't think it should do that and if it does do that i think other people who are free to play should still have the choice to switch their iron sight to a different iron sight if it's given through a bot item um or get it get it by doing like an event or doing you know, a challenge, you know? Yeah. For world war two, there was a gun called, uh, I think it was candy for the grease maker. And I, I don't even know. I probably just butchered that name, but, uh, it changed the iron sight. So you could see so much better than the original gun. And there was no way to do that in game. You had to get that one specific weapon. So it just gave the biggest advantage to anyone wanting to use that SMG. And it was, it was kind yeah, of because that grease maker had like a it had a line and then a circle around it. Yep, I remember and then that. the one took off so, the circle and kept a small line so you could see everything instead of just that massive circle on your screen. Yeah, because like for, uh, Apex, Apex is like a great one to talk about because like Apex does this thing where you to 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 get like a really nice weapon skin, you have to get like max out the battle pass um and most of the time they give you like better iron sights on your skin and like once a battle pass is gone you can never get that skin again and it really puts a lot of other people at a disadvantage sometimes one that iron sight gives another person a, a big 
um, or even a slight advantage. And then lately, they also like sell some guns that do have like a better sight as well, which, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that should, I don't know. I, I just don't think that should happen. Like that just takes the fun out of the game and it takes like the, the, the fairness out of it and the competitiveness because, you know, at that point, you're just sort of like pay to win then play to have fun or play Agreed, to because in vanguard i know uh right before modern warfare 2 fully came out i was playing a little bit of just multiplayer and i picked up this guy's gun i knew it was just from the shop which i mean obviously you can grind and get those attachments but for vanguard there was like 70 attachments per gun so yeah. a lot of people didn't sit there with just random weapons i know I, I picked it up as soon as i picked it up i dropped a fucking nuke with it i mean it's it's just kind of pay to win no matter what that's why fortnite or something like overwatch i know they don't have a whole lot rolling out anymore like they did with the loot boxes back for the first one but they still have purely cosmetics it doesn't change how you play the game it just changes how you look and how you feel while you're playing and i feel like that's why fortnite and overwatch have survived so long being just one main game call of duty they remake their game each year and, and so do, you know, lots of other games as well. Meanwhile, you know, Fortnite has stayed, you know, relatively like relevant being itself through just in-game cosmetics. But uh, th then again, uh, I mean, I do see the side of like other stuff. You know, the game does have to make money. I think you know, there's, there's other ways, other to, ways go to go about it. around things. Yeah, yeah de definitely other ways to go around things. But talking about games and, and like things being stale, 2023 does seem to be somewhat a, a good year I, I i don't even know like it has hogwarts legacy coming out february 10th which is in less than a month i have not watched all the harry potters but this does tickle my fancy because i do like rpg games i really wish it would have been an mmo sadly it's not a single player but it does look really good it looks really cool there's the game called the day before you by the way you can find all these games on steam some of these games are also probably on console as well if you guys want to check that but the game called the day before looks amazing this actually comes out march 1st and uh, it's basically a mix between the division and daisy it's an open world mmo zombie looter shooter and it's it looks divine. I've I've heard really really bad things lately, um, but I'm hoping it's not true. I'm hoping when the game comes out, it's just Honestly, amazing. I can't There's wait to tons play of that. other it, exactly same. It oh like it looks amazing. So like so good. Uh, there's a lot of other games coming on 2023. Uh, one last one I'll talk about, and then if you have any, you could talk about as well. Uh, but Blue Protocol. If you're an anime fan, you like anime art style games, um, it, it gives you a Genshin Impact type feel, but it's nothing like Genshin at the same time. Um, it is a RPG MMO. Uh, it's called Blue Protocol again. Uh, I, I've been I've been really looking into it. I'm really excited for whenever it releases. It's supposed to be sometime in 2023. No real date yet, but you are able to select your class. You're able to. I believe make guilds and all this other stuff later on, but it just, it looks insane. It looks amazing and it looks beautiful. And this is why I'm excited for 2023 because the games coming out look like they're going to bring 
a breath of fresh air into the gaming scene, which is something that we've needed for a while. Did you ever play Dead Space? I did. I saw that they, uh, they didn't they just like remake it or something? The remaster is coming out on the 27th of this month, and the graphics look incredible. I played one and Is it two. just the, the first one? Yeah, it's just the first one right now. I think they plan on uh, remaking the rest of them. One and two were so much fun. The mechanics and the sound they put into it. I spent like two hours watching this video of the uh, the sound producer and the amount of time he spent just to scare you even the slightest bit just by turning a corner or just a creak from a random door or like a vent above you bending at the metal. I think this one with the new improved sound and the graphics will look amazing. And then I don't know if you've played uh, Jedi Fallen Order, but yeah. that just came out free on PS5 or PS4 and PS5 this month. And they are coming out with a second one on the 17th of March, which continues the story. Um, I haven't played the first one yet. I plan on it, but I know this one continues the story. And from what I've seen and heard, I've watched a few people play the first one. I can only imagine this one will be just as good, if not better. I, I agree. I The Dead Space, I, I don't know. I have a, a problem with like replaying games <laughs> I've already played. Like if if I know what's going to happen or if I know I've already played through it, I ain't doing it again. Especially if it's going to have a $60 price tag, which I'm sure it's going to have. True. I understand yeah. they put in a lot of money. They put in a lot of effort, uh, you know, Re- redoing it but i i just can't see myself paying that six dollar price uh, also I, th- I think over time of me playing so many multiplayer games i've grown to hate single player games because to me for some reason single player games feel like they like there's just no reason to play them because there's there's no way to be competitive and to be unique and no reason to like really grind it i like i don't know why that is i used to play tons of campaign games when i was younger but as i've gotten older i i I just have more fun with multiplayer games uh especially mmo games but i don't know what what's your take on that i agree i if i'm playing i want to hop on and play like i can't wait for ranked to come out in call of duty like an actual rank not this not this crap they have out now but i've been trying to play a lot of uh ranked on fortnite or ranked on overwatch i know i think spider-man um the one that came out on ps4 in like 2018 i think that's the last full single player game i've played which was amazing don't get me wrong but other than that it just kind of feels not stale and i know that obviously there's something to strive for with the story but it's not it doesn't compare to how you set yourself apart in an online multiplayer game if you know that you're top of the leaderboard or you just won and there's 99 other people that just lost the game, you you feel on top of the world. So there's really nothing that can <laughs> no, that's compare facts. That, that's facts. that multiplayer. Those, those three hours of losing, you know, <laughs> it's everything it. just comes together at that three-hour mark when you finally win something. But I don't know. An- another thing is when when you're playing single-player games, you know, you, you, most of them are $60 or you, you know, there's probably some that are free or some that are, you know, a little bit more. Once you beat them, there's nothing to do. Like you, you beat it. 
I mean, unless it's a game that's like Witcher 3 that has just a million quests that you could do, or Skyrim, there's really, like, once you beat it, what are you going to do? You're going to start over and play it again. And I just don't like that. Like, I'm not going to spend money on a game to play it and then never play it again. Even though I do that with <laughs> all the multiplayer games I have, but I'd rather play and buy a game that I know I could play with other people, enjoy with other people, come back to, and and really customize to my own likeness. Um, and and, and I like I come back to the word unique. The games now, like you're really able to make yourself stand out from other people, whether it's emblems, calling cards, um, which we're seeing in more games than just Call of Duty and uh, Overwatch. Um, character customization and so much more skins everything comes back to being and setting yourself different from everybody else and i i I think that's huge i think that's really where gaming's going here in the future as well as just making everybody able to like you know showcase their true self through their own character Oh, yeah, it's really, it's not even the longevity of the game. It's more so, like, the esports world has obviously been absolutely massive before now. But I think with the competitiveness of people and the lack of good single-player games, it's really kind of strived and just been on an exponential uh, up, to say. There's really nothing like being on top everyone needs to strive for that that first place and you know that if you come in second or mm-hmm. no exactly like i don't know i don't know I, I i i get both sides of it though like i argue all the time with people in the chat about single player games um you know they they love them a lot a lot of them do just love single player games um you know in I, I think it's like, I don't know, I definitely don't speak for the masses, but for me, multiplayer games is, is really where I, I, I think mostly everything is heading towards. Um, like, yeah, there's still lots of like single player games, but you're not seeing tons and tons of just campaign games. Most of the games that you see now are either co-op or explicitly multiplayer and like online so and i don't know i i like that i like that and i i don't know i just i just can't play single player games like i'll i'll end it at that but it's just i don't know single player games are just something else man um should we go into talking about our episodes yeah all right, so and I think this is something that we really haven't discussed ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So this episode here does not have our lovely faces in it, obviously. Uh, but we're hoping next episode uh, we are going to be able to change that. Um, we are recording this at two thirty-one in the morning, just because why not? And. <laughs> So the next time we do record this, it'll obviously be at a better set date and everything. And we'll also be recording with our faces. Um, So you guys will be able to watch us, not really live, but you will be able to see us in the flesh 
And um, as we talk to one another and explain things to one another, you know, regarding things, and we'll also be bringing people onto the podcast, onto the episodes itself. Um, so if you are interested, you guys can always come over to our streams or even our um, channels or even uh, comment down in the you know description of the podcast because I know we're uploading this on YouTube, um, Spotify, and hopefully Apple as well. Fingers crossed on that one. Yeah, yeah, we but got yeah. we got to look into that. I think in general, how how often would you like to get an episode out? I'm I'm hoping one. At, I know we're both starting college back up here soon. I'm hoping one at least every week and a half to two weeks, because we we definitely don't want to. Yeah. And then once, once you know, college is, yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't want to burn ourselves out and, you know, then everybody gets like a, an, an episode and then like, you know, once we get better at it, cause obviously, you know, this is just the start We're we're going to, you know, get better at talking, get better at, you know, how we do everything. Um, we could probably move that to like one a week or something like that. So that, that's something we could look, you know, forward to in the future. Um, also, this one is probably going to be one of our shortest podcasts. Um, in the future, they're going to be probably a, a bit longer to probably two times longer, uh, just about, um, because we'll be talking about set topics. We'll be talking about, um, you know, whatever tangents we get on. As you saw, we got on tons of just random tangents, and that's something that you guys can expect here. Uh, we also want to also talk about questions that you guys have regarding literally anything it could be streaming related gaming related um just about anything you guys ask us some questions we're always down to answer them um so yeah no with, with that said is there anything else you have um yeah I, I would like to eventually get it to one a week i think that would be i mean that's how most podcasts are but it'd be a nice setup to kind of continue on and not leave anything left behind and it's yeah. not too big of a gap where we're kind of trying to fit everything into like an hour and a half which i think an hour and a half two hours depending on you know the topics and whether or not we have guests if it stretches a little longer it stretches a little longer who cares um i think that sounds great and for questions i would love to do maybe take one out of the four podcasts a month or however many it turns out to be and kind of spend a little bit of portion answering questions and then eventually cut that down. So it's maybe we take five, 10 minutes to answer some questions uh, every week once we get to that point. But I think it's something that's, that's definitely going to go on the up in the future and is something I'm excited about. No, I can't, I can't stress that enough. I know we were both very excited about this podcast and we're excited for the future of this podcast uh, to see where everything goes. Um, obviously, you know, this is probably gonna be our worst, uh, episode. (laughs) (laughs) Things are only going to get better from here. Uh, everything's just gonna be a learning experience. It's literally like taking baby steps into streaming. Uh, when we, when we both first started, everything was a mess. It, It was just terrible. Uh, but as we got going, things started to fall together. Pieces started to connect and that's, that's how it's going to be with this as well. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see some of you guys on here with us. 
Uh, we already have a couple ideas for a couple people that, you know, we're going to be bringing on uh, here in the future. And as he said, uh, we, we are really hoping to get down to at least one episode a week. Uh, it just depends on how this next semester of college goes for both of us. If we do find that we have like a little bit of time set for, you know, certain certain days uh, during the week, uh, we might be able to, you know, get, get something in there. Um, but, you know, this is just something we're going to have to take day by day. And either way, you guys will be seeing some more podcast uh, episodes coming here in the future. Hopefully with our faces. Definitely, hopefully with the faces, because we are going to be uploading on TikTok as well. Hopefully, like little li- little pieces. Yes, I I'm looking forward to that. And on Spotify, you can have videos up now. I know that's been that way for a little while, but yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. Yes. <laughs> I I I my my brain malfunction since it's 2 40 in the morning i was gonna say yeah but, that's, um, that's fair for the time and i gotta be up in like seven and a half hours but bart will do anyways um yeah no i forgot about that i don't know how that works but yeah yeah we'll, we'll figure definitely it out do that well, well yeah by we he means he but um <laughs> <laughs> well well we got this All right, we shall catch you guys on the next episode of the 99% Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for stopping by.